Mike here doing a little political ranting. Anyway, a couple of big things. We've been talking about the president on his distraction tour. He's trying to distract people from the mess in Afghanistan, which we still don't have a full accounting on. We still don't know exactly what's going on over there. They keep pointing to this 120,000 people they evacuated, and uh, it wasn't all Americans. I think there were 5,100 Americans. So it's not exactly that the government of the United States is taking care of its people. Yeah, we owe the translators and, and the people who helped us during the war to, um, we, know, we owe them a debt of gratitude, and in some cases we owe them refugee status. But 100,000? I worry about who's, who's tracking them. General Milley was talking about it yesterday, and his answers on the vetting really surprised me. People come in, uh, they're getting their names registered, they're doing the biometrics, uh, they check their irises, they do their fingerprints, they take a full facial photo. Uh, they run uh, that against the uh, 20 years of databases that we have. They processed about 30,000 people through here. And they've had, I think, uh, I think they said a couple of hundred or something like that have, have popped red. I'm very comfortable that, uh, you know, these folks are being properly cleared through the FBI. Well, did anybody raise a hand and say, sir, I have a question about the 200 people who popped red, as you said, 200 people whose information set off the red alert? And what are we doing with those people? And how many others may have gotten through out of 100,000? 200 people popped red. That means there are terrorists suspected terrorists among the people either trying to get on those planes who actually got on those planes. There, there were 19 hijackers that caused all of the horrific, horrific death and destruction on September 11th, 20 years ago. 200 would be a disaster. Now they stopped, I guess, those 200. But here's my question. How do we know who's really coming through? Do we have records on everybody in Afghanistan? I don't think so. Do we have fingerprints and biometrics on all those people? And what if they weren't in Afghanistan, but they were um, terrorists who came to Afghanistan recently hoping to jump on this refugee situation? This is a bad idea. It usually takes a year to 18 months to properly vet these people we're doing it in hours, in hours. And the American people are not happy about what's going on. As a matter of fact, yesterday, as Joe Biden was on the uh, distraction tour, you know, making you look away from Afghanistan, he was in New Jersey and New York touring the storm damage from the aftermath of Ida, and he was heckled, heckled in New Jersey. I thought everybody loved this guy. Not so. Yeah, they should be ashamed of themselves. They're not answering the questions at all. And the mainstream media isn't asking them. But Joe Biden did respond to the hecklers yesterday. Those people very disturbed and very upset about what happened in Afghanistan. Joe Biden answered them. They don't live there. That's right. That's right. They don't live. They don't understand. This is everybody's crisis. Yes. Everybody's crisis. No, 
no joke. You you don't get it. You're detached, and your your aide there, your handler, Chuck Schumer, wasn't helping. And speaking of Biden and Schumer, they were playing the fear card yesterday, big time, on this climate change agenda that they're going to use to try and get all this extra spending in. Biden and Schumer playing the uh, the climate change fear card. Climate change poses an existential mm-hmm. threat to our lives, to our economy, and the threat is here. It's not going to get any better. The question, can't it get worse? We so urgently need, Mr. President, your big and bold, your big and bold Build Back Better plan. We must attack the cancer of climate change that is driving these destructive storms. Very, very emotional, Chuck Schumer. I didn't realize that uh, the weather was a, a, a cancer. We must attack the cancer of climate change that is driving these destructive storms. Sure, sure, Chuck. Uh, Biden did, as I said, play the fear card on the weather. The fear card. One in every three Americans has been victimized by severe weather. Mm. And so, folks, we've got to listen to the scientists and the economists and the national security experts. They all tell us this is code red. Mm. The nation and the world are in peril. Mm. The weather, which has gone up one degree since 1850. It's just a little much, the, the hyperbole here, sir. One in every three Americans has been victimized by severe weather. One in every three Americans has been victimized by severe weather. Did you know that you were a victim of severe weather, one out of three? Why are we teaching America victim culture? Why? Because that means you've been wronged. And if you've been wronged, you deserve something. And if you deserve something, you want the government to give it to you. This is not America. This is not freedom. This leads to serfdom, the road to serfdom, if I may quote Hayek's book. This is a horrible, 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 horrible idea. And I'll tell you who's starting to catch on to it. The college students. I'm sure you heard about the college football games over the weekend where uh, we had some of the crowds not exactly happy with the president. More than more than four stadiums had a cheer like this. They're definitely not saying hug Joe Biden. That's not happening. Joe's headed west, as I mentioned earlier. He's going to go out and survey the damage from the fires out west. And he'll stop in in California where the governor, Gavin Newsom, is facing that recall. And I think Joe and Kamala and who else is going out there? Elizabeth Warren could be liabilities. Right now, Newsom is leading in the polls. He has a healthy eight-point lead in the polls, at least. uh, And when I say polls, I mean in the yes or no on recalling the governor. Currently, it's a no by eight, maybe eight and a half points. So he's doing whatever he can to keep that lead. In the last couple of months, he's given out tons of cash to people. California has a surplus because the federal government's been handing over cash to a lot of states. And California had surpluses, so they gave out money to people. 
And people like money. People like governments that give them free stuff until they realize that someone has to pay for it. There isn't just a, a giant pot of money that costs will go up. Gasoline in California is approaching $5 a gallon on the average. Last week, I think it was $4.49. It's a couple of things. Joe Biden's to blame for that. And Newsom and the Democrats are to blame for that because California has the highest gas tax in the country. Over a dollar per gallon. So I don't get it. I don't get it. But Newsom must be nervous because he's gone into full smear mode. He's attacking Larry Elder. The radio host happens to be an African-American man and would be a great governor, I believe, for the state of California. But Gavin Newsom's trying to scare people about Larry Elder, basically saying he's Trump, only worse. Either we vote no on this recall or in a matter of weeks, the next governor of the state of California is Larry Elder. Larry Elder not only <laughs> you know, supported Donald Trump, he's to the right of Donald Trump. Uh-oh, says the crowd. Talk about a smear tactic. And CNN is even assisting Newsom in keeping his job. CNN is doing many, many stories about this. And they're highlighting people who don't have a snowball's chance in hell of winning the recall. Like uh, Caitlyn Jenner got serious screen time yesterday on CNN. And that means that CNN is pushing the narrative that anyone other than Gavin Newsom is someone who's kind of fringy, like Caitlyn Jenner. And if you think that's wrong, you're not being honest. Caitlyn Jenner would be a very fringe person slash candidate in the state of California. We'll see. We've got about a week to go. But I, I think this whole distraction tour, it's going to backfire on Biden totally. People are not forgetting about dead bodies in Afghanistan Americans abandoned and fearing for their lives. It's not a good look, Mr. President. 